The School of Hard Knocks. School of Hard Knocks! Are people still saying that, talking about the School of Hard Knocks? It wasn't really common, but it was around enough. I heard it enough times that it was in my head, and it's still in my head. It's still something I think about. The School of Hard Knocks! It was a metaphor that the older generation, like my parents' generation, would talk about where you would learn the hard lessons of life and how hard life could be from this school of hard knocks. Well, I'll let you in on a little secret. The school of hard knocks has a doorbell. Whoa-oh, ding-dong! Welcome back, everybody, or welcome for the first time to Tanana Shoe Podcast, where we're coming back after our 50th episode and a month off. How is everybody? What did you do with your time off, your mid-August to mid-September time? Did you take some classes at the School of Hard Knocks? We're here together, and that says something. I'd like to tell you all the goings-ons to share with you everything I did over that course of time. I just don't think that it's realistically going to happen. There's too much, and there's things that you just don't need to know. That was a lot of time for me to do anything, and especially to have off and to rest and recharge and write, and it was good in that sense. I did get some of that what I needed. Honestly, I still feel like I could use some more. However, I have decided to take on a challenge of my own creation moving forward with the Tunana Shoe podcast. I would like to use every idea, every single one of them, zero waste mind. To challenge myself creatively as much as having flaming hoops to jump through with my writing and organizing ideas and putting everything together in a show that's got a pace that's presentable. Hard knocks aren't presentable. Boom, 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 boom. That's intrusive, alerting. A doorbell makes me want to see who's pushing my button. I'd like to bring this to you from my dream studio. A giant bathtub inside of a school bus with cannons. We don't have the finances for that yet. Or the funding. We don't have ads or income of any kind. I was thinking that doesn't have to stop me. That shouldn't stop me. I can still do advertising. I'll just do anti-advertising where I'll relentlessly hound but realistically represent why places are so terrible and you shouldn't buy their shitty products or services. Like how evil soul-selling and soul-crushing Target is. I made a similar comment on Twitter and it's been my most popular tweet at this point. Ever. My most popular tweet ever, which isn't too big of an accomplishment, really. All I need is to keep things legal by staying away from slander and to be righteous enough in the places that I'm shitting on and the reasons that I'm shitting on them that they'll want to and will pay me to stop telling people what pieces of shit they are. That's one of those things that we don't think about. Most of us, we try not to think about that sort of a thing. Like how somebody somewhere hates your grandma. Not just doesn't like her, but fucking hates your grandma. 
out there somewhere in the world, maybe in a grocery store, and either they see her there or they just take some time out of their life to hate your grandma. They hate grandma's hair. They hate grandma's shoes. The shoes that you got her, that she wears on her little old arthritic feet. This person is out there just hating grandma. Not even necessarily because she's done something hate-worthy, just because they hate her. That's just how it is. That's what's happening right now in their life and grandma's life and your life and you don't think about it. We don't have to talk about the things that you don't think about and I don't want to make you think about them. I just want you to know that they're there. Okay, fine, I wasn't going to, but I'll admit it, it's me. I hate your grandma. And everyone else who didn't figure out how to give accurate weather reports because I've done it now. And I'm going to get a Pulitzer Prize or the Nobel Peace Prize. Oh man, I wish they were fries. Listen up and let people know. Here and only here on the Tunana Shoe Podcast are there going to be 100% accurate weather reports. Every Sunday there's an episode. Every Sunday there will be a 100% accurate weather report about the Saturday before that Sunday. I don't have to do that, and that's one of the things that I'm liking most about getting old is how much stuff I don't have to do anymore. There's so much stuff that I've just stopped doing and new stuff that comes along that I'm just like, no, I'm not going to do that. The older you get, the less shit you do. You just tell people that you used to do that, and you don't even have to like show them anymore that you did do it. You can just say it. I did that. Didn't stop me from going to Three Doors Down, my first concert in almost two years after the whole pandemic and quarantining Three Doors Down. It was free, but it also wasn't that bad. Their sound is like they must have lived Three Doors Down from Pearl Jam at some point. We were a little bit late, so they were already like halfway through Kryptonite, which was the only song I thought I knew by them. Turns out, I actually knew like five more songs by them. I had fun. I enjoyed it, even with screaming the shit we were talking during and between tracks. The tall can of Bud Light. Other than the band, I saw something I never have before. The guy that was in front of us who we had been annoyed with a little bit earlier because he was, like, blocking our view, so we had to shift to the side and get one of those weird between-people glances, but now we could see through. Pulls out his phone at the beginning of the song, opens up his video app, so it must be one that he really likes and wants to remember. What better way to remember a rock concert than a video on your phone? A few seconds in, listening to the song and watching him, I start to lose it. I'm glad he didn't hear me scream laughing, telling my girlfriend that he forgot to hit record. Each time he raises, repositions, and recenters it to make sure it's a good shot, I'm laughing even harder. At one point, somebody walks past and he raises it up so that he doesn't get their head in the shot. When the song ends and it starts to get quiet and he lowers it down to press the button to stop it, he realizes I can tell the way his body language changes and his phone just like taps and closes out the app that he knows. 
I loved it. My favorite thing I've ever seen happen to somebody trying to do that. Man, I'm sick of me and hearing my voice and the way I say things. So for the rest of this episode, I'm not even going to talk. I've hired a couple of 12-year-olds to bring their recorders in and play for you. Yes, yes now, you can come in, it's okay. What's, what's this? That's not a recorder, it's a bassoon? You brought a bassoon. I told you you could play the recorder. The recorder that I saw you playing and told you I wanted you to play that on my podcast. I said that you could play that. You remember that, right? And that's what I said to you? So then why would you show up here with a fucking bassoon? Get out. Get the fuck out of here. And don't ever come back. Fuck. Sorry about that, guys. What are we going to do now? I thought about starting a cult, but it seemed a little bit redundant. Almost as redundant as if Mark Ruffalo tried to make a face like he didn't have poopy underwear stuck to his butt. He probably went to the school of hard knocks. School hard knocks! Excuse me here for just a moment. Allow me to make a quick note that my dream studio needs to be powered by swing set. That should work, right? If they can use windmills and the sun, they could use a swing set. Who knows physics? I need a physicist on my staff, and I'd also like to get together a research panel to see how people react to the different things I say. I need people that are going to be honest, though, that'll tell me if I sound like their grandpa after he had a stroke. Tell me if my voice is like mustard or mayonnaise. You know, I don't know if anybody else does this, but for every day of the week, I have different versions of myself. I've had just about every one of them on the podcast at some point. The Monday Albert isn't very good, neither is the Wednesday Albert, because contrary to what you may believe, I don't particularly like the hump day. End of the week Alberts are often the best, and this Saturday, the special 20th anniversary of 9-11-1 was particularly good, I think. He called out of work for me. I already feel so much better, more calm and relaxed because of it, and it's only Sunday, I still have Monday off. Which made it the perfect time to finally try Pizzeria Bianco. I've heard about this place for years. It's one of the only ones out here that's actually won a James Beard Award, which since we don't do Michelin in Arizona is one of the higher awards you can get. It's nationally renowned and so much so that Oprah will like fly out here just to get this pizza. We used Bianco's canned tomatoes at one of the places that I worked and they're the best tomatoes I've ever had canned or otherwise. I believe they come from his own farms in California and everything I've heard about him as a person and a chef, his philosophies and how he cooks, I love. I was very, very excited to finally try it. We went to the original since he's opened several since then and it was apparent why. It's fucking phenomenal. Easily the best pizza I've had as a whole, but also with every ingredient. The food is more than enough, and you can see that in every person that works there. 
Maybe, instead of the shit-talking anti-ads, I could just do that, just talk about the stuff that I really do like and endorse. Maybe I continue to do nothing getting old. It also doesn't help with how good my imagination is. My imagination is so good that I don't have to do anything because I can just imagine it and it's like doing it. I do actually want to do a research panel with at least one episode. If you are somebody or know somebody that would be interested in doing that, I will award you one of my Tunanishu pins for your participation. I'm also interested in sponsoring an ear drive where people that aren't using their ears are able to cut them off and send them in. What a privilege it is to be able to hear. I kept thinking about that at the Three Doors Down concert. Even more, how lucky you are to have someone listen to you. Ever. Just one person listen to you. I estimated around 600 people must have been there and I couldn't stop imagining myself on that stage instead having that many people listen to me. Listening and enjoying some of my favorite ideas, entertained by them and laughing. I'm getting there. I'm almost ready and I'm excited. This is one of the vehicles to take me there, where I can train my sketchbook. I wrote quite a bit over the break, reflected on what I've done and what I want to be doing, and have some fun stuff for the 50s. Mermaids, interrogating butterflies, the Bible. I hope you'll be around to find out what we do with those things here on Tunanishu Podcast. <laughs>